Welcome to the LTC University Podcast, empowering and educating across the great state of South Carolina. Here we go. Welcome to the LTC University Podcast. My name is Jamie Preston. We have a very, very special guest today because we have Rebecca Dillard. Rebecca is one of our educational specialists here in the Midlands. And Rebecca has also been a licensed skilled administrator. She's been a licensed uh, assisted living administrator, and she's been a certified dietary manager as well, including she is a serve safe instructor. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Jamie. Yeah. It only took me like 10 takes to get that. <laughs> All of that stuff that you've done, because mm-hmm. you've done a little bit of everything in this, in this world. So, yeah. But today we want to talk about dietary we want to talk about you know healthy eating for seniors and assisted livings Rebecca I want you just to talk about just some of those things that you've done and and how you kind of got into that arena if you will uh, of dietary and food mm-hmm. well it's been um, a long journey I have been in long-term care now for about 23 years so Uh, My mother was a director of nursing for years and years, so I sort of grew up in the industry. So I was destined to become involved in long-term care and to work with seniors. So um, my very first job out of college was as an administrator in training at a 176-bed nursing home. Did that for a year, worked in every department, including cooking. I would show up at the nursing home at 5 a.m. and Mm -hmm. cook eggs for 176 people. Wow. Um, And when I completed that course and then took the exam to become a a nursing home administrator, uh, they made me the assistant administrator. And, of course, I was assigned a few departments, and dietary was one of the three or four departments I was assigned. Mm -hmm. And so I started working with those folks, uh, learned a lot. I was really young and pretty ignorant thought I was smart <laughs> but <laughs> As we all yeah do. yeah but you know when you get in there and you really start working with folks you know a lot of people that work in the kitchen they call it the back of the house yeah. and they call it that for a reason those folks don't like to come out front and talk to people <laughs> but when you get out inside and you really get to know them they have a true passion for what they're doing they want to cook good food for the residents and the patients and uh, a real passion so they really enjoy what they're doing and i I just fell in love with it as well and gained that passion. Yeah. And I think, too, and I've heard this from so many different administrators, when the chef doesn't show up or the chef is sick, somebody's got to cook. That's right. Those people don't go unfed. That's right. Somebody's cooking, and I'm sure you've had many days where that's happened. Also, talking about how we can use food as medicine, if you will. Right. And, And it can really help us with our nutrition and through through different things, we can actually become healthier through that instead of just going straight to the medication, right. you know? Yeah, you know, I would say having been an administrator for so many years and then also working in compliance post my administrator career, I was really stuck on the, um, you know, clinical diets that a lot of, of seniors get put on either at home or in facilities. So, you know, they're restricted diets. Mm-hmm. Restrict, you know, they're restricted by salt, with salt. They're restricted with sugar. Um, of course, they all have a lot of, not all, but many have complications with swallowing, with their teeth. So they have some mechanically altered diets. So I really, really got stuck on that being part of their, mm-hmm. their just, this is going to happen. You're When you get old, you're not going to be able to eat sugar anymore. You're not going to be able to eat salt anymore. 
um, you're probably not going to be able to chew your food. One of the things I always tell my kids is take care of your teeth. Trust me, you don't want to be 80 and have to worry have to worry about your teeth. So, you know, again, I, I came out of those positions with that mindset mm-hmm. of, of a very strict diet and this is inevitable, this is what you're going to end up doing. And then um, just through my own desire to gain more knowledge about nutrition, and I went through the CDM course, the Certified Dietary Manager course, where we certainly don't learn, you know, maybe 10% of what mm-hmm. dietitians learn when they go through school, but we did get about 90 hours of nutrition. So I learned some basics there, then learned some on my own. And then when I got in this position, you know, I found that people don't want to hear about sickness as much as they want to hear about wellness. Mm-hmm. And and wellness through food is pretty easy. Yeah, I mean, we're very fortunate in this country that we have access to food. We have access to affordable food, fresh food, um, food that is not tainted. You know, I mean, there's a lot of countries where you have to be careful what you what yeah. you pick up. It, it may have not been handled well, you know, temperature-wise. For sure. A lot of things that we don't have to worry about. And I've in, been in some in of those countries like that, you know, yeah. where, you know, we've you literally had to get training. I mean, don't eat this, don't eat right. this. Right. Watch who's serving your food. Right. And, and that's, that's mm-hmm. definitely an issue. Just like water. Mm-hmm. I mean, what a spoiled country we are, yeah. you know, with so much bottled water here and there. And, I mean, you, anywhere you go, you can grab water. Right. We're very, very fortunate. We don't take advantage of that like we should, and yeah. especially seniors. And so that's, you know, hydration is something that I really focus on with them. So I've, I've really tried to incorporate a lot of the things that I teach now uh, to, to make yourself well or make yourself better, healthier, mm-hmm by eating well yeah now you know some folks are, are still limited even though you know i was stuck in that no added salt or low added salt low low concentrated sweets those types of things some people do have to still abide by those diets yeah. you know i mean you can have diabetes very complicated disease you have to listen to what your doctor says you mm-hmm. have to listen to what your registered dietitian tells you if they tell you not to eat it don't eat it no matter yeah. how cool it sounds to right. eat a superfood if your doctor yeah. tells you not to eat it, you can't eat it. Right. But I, I just try to encourage people to, to eat healthy because it's never too late. Mm-hmm. You know, I watched something actually this morning on the, on the Today Show about Alzheimer's prevention, and they were talking to 20-year-olds. Wow. And they were talking about exercise being a, a key component, but they were also talking about diet. Mm-hmm. And so I really, you know, I, I stress those types of things. Um, to the seniors that I have the opportunity to talk to. Um, I like to talk about superfoods a lot. Um, mm-hmm. there, there are a couple of places that I, that I teach monthly, and I'm pretty sure they, they're very familiar. They may not know how to spell it, but they know what turmeric is yeah. at this point. Uh, they know about blueberries. Right. So I talk about the superfoods because superfoods are, they're called superfoods because they're packed, densely yeah. packed with nutrients. Right. And yeah. so let's get into some of those. Okay. What, what, yeah. what are some of those superfoods yeah. we should be eating? Well, you know, I recently did a presentation uh, at a senior center about, it was called Red, White, and Blue. Mm-hmm. And basically I could have gone and talked about blueberries, which are a superfood. I could have talked about yogurt, which is not a superfood, but it's good for you and mm-hmm. throw strawberries on it. I said, you know, I'm going to do a different angle. We're going to talk about blood and what do, uh, what do seniors care about with blood? So 
not Dracula, uh, not Vlad. What was yeah. Vlad? Count Vladimir, I believe is what's his name. So, um, we talked about red and white blood cells and and you know what to watch out for. But we talked about circulation, mm-hmm. which is such a you know big, it's huge, big thing for seniors. There are so many. Uh, complications, diseases that they that they can get that are somewhat age-related, but also with diabetes, you certainly have to worry about uh, circulation. So I, I talk about superfoods so often, and, you know, I said, okay, well, I wonder what foods are good for you with, you know, keeping your blood healthy. Uh-huh. And, of course, guess what was number one? Cayenne pepper. Hmm. Yeah. And, you know, there's this product out that's similar to you know some of the rubs that you lotions that you put on for your joints and one of them is extremely hot you put it on your joint if you don't wash your hands very well and you touch your eyes you're going to be crying for hours (laughs) and it's it's i don't know if i can say the brand name it's called capsaicin i think Mm -hmm. that's how you say it that is a uh, a derivative of cayenne pepper so you really are putting cayenne pepper in your eye so the reason that that it's so good to eat cayenne pepper and to incorporate that into your diet is because it promotes blood flow to your tissues Hmm. so if you are having some aches and pains eating cayenne pepper helps helps get that blood flow going it helps lower the blood pressure and it stimulates the release of Mm -hmm. nitric oxide and helps your blood vessels open up yeah and so uh, so basically if we want to promote good blood flow we can just add that ingredient so if Absolutely. you like spicy food yeah use a lot of cayenne yeah. pepper now of course yeah. seniors are like oh gosh that's going to upset yeah. my stomach well you don't have to eat it every meal right. but at every opportunity uh, you know go have mexican yeah. once a week or instead of using salt throw in some cayenne pepper if you want right. to add some flavor to your vegetables or mm-hmm. really to anything you yeah. can throw in cayenne pepper so that was a big one. Um, and some other common things that, that I think are very easy to incorporate into your diet. Uh, cinnamon, mm-hmm. they, that is um, proven through animal studies to improve blood flow, dilation, and blood flow in the coronary artery, which we know is mm. pretty important. Yeah. Garlic, uh, that can increase tissue blood flow and lower the blood pressure by relaxing your blood vessels. Now, I always encourage everybody, if you're going to, put garlic in your diet eat it at night yeah (laughs) (laughs) because if you eat it for breakfast you you know people are going to run away from you when you start talking to them and i think it's better to try to incorporate those things you can buy cayenne pepper in a pill you can buy garlic in a pill you can buy cinnamon in a pill and that's okay um but it's better to try to incorporate it naturally for sure Um, yeah so what are some of those other foods well, fatty fish, we all hear about mm-hmm. that, the omega-3s all the time. Yeah. Um, they're very beneficial for circulation because they also promote the release of nitric oxide, which dilates your blood vessels and increases blood flow. And so that's basically fish oil is yeah. what we're talking about. We're talking about um, salmon, mm-hmm. fish that are very high in, in the good fats. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I get a lot of people that, you know, kind of turn their nose up when I tell them this, and I'm the same, and I, and I will admit that I have not yet bought these, but sardines in a can mm. mackerel in a can i was a kid yeah <laughs> my dad used to eat them and we uh-huh. were very grossed out by it but they're actually really good for you yeah and now and, uh, if you don't say like i'm not going to eat a sardine mm-hmm. anymore i'm mm-hmm. not going to do that i did when i was a kid i yeah. loved them but yeah. i'm not going to do it now yeah um you know is our supplements a good way to to take in those 
Yeah, you know, I take a supplement every day. My mm-hmm. husband and I both take an omega supplement every day, mm-hmm. fish oil. You can also do krill oil, which okay. is made from shellfish, mm-hmm. so lobster, shrimp, that type of stuff. Both of those are, are, are very good for you. And, in fact, we have a doctor who works for SE House Calls, and he said there are two things that he would prescribe. If or You don't have to prescribe mm-hmm. vitamins, obviously, or supplements, but he said fish oil and turmeric. Yeah. Would be and the two. Turmeric is another spice. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, turmeric is, you know, you think of mostly like from Indian foods, but mm-hmm. it does va- basically the same thing that the cayenne pepper does. Right. Um, and I, I think it also works with inflammation as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's because you're getting the blood flow mm-hmm. yeah. to areas. Yeah. And so I, I actually take, personally, I take a turmeric supplement. Mm-hmm. It has turmeric in it, and it's specifically for inflammation Mm -hmm. and it really helps i know uh i do crossfit Mm -hmm. and you get really sore from doing crossfit (laughs) and when i take i can tell when i'm not taking that supplement Mm -hmm. versus when i am because i'm much more sore after a workout um the next day kind of recover my body's recovering from that workout and it's it's a night and day when i take the turmeric supplement versus Mm -hmm. when i don't Yeah, I mean, and that's a good point, you know, getting back to the circulation issue, walking and exercising are also, you know, critically important to keeping Mm -hmm. up, unless you've been restricted by your doctor, but they are very, very important to your, your health and they're important to your circulation. So if you are 90 years old, you've walked a lot in your lifetime. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, your joints are going to get sore when you exercise. So if you can you know, you're you're killing two birds with one stone. You're right. you're walking and you're exercising, and then you're taking that turmeric, not only to help with the blood flow and and the inflammation, but to right. also to help because you're walking. Yeah, you know, absolutely. In case you yeah, it's 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 a it, we know exercise is huge, mm-hmm. and I think exercise is huge for seniors. I mean, there's things oh, yeah. people yeah. people automatically when they say exercise think of exercise as somebody at the gym right. doing bench press. That's right. That's right. not it. Right. Or on a treadmill. Right. Um, I, there's so many different ways, especially for seniors, they mm-hmm. can exercise. Yeah. I really, I highly recommend swimming. There are a lot of senior centers mm-hmm. that have indoor swimming pools. Yeah. I think those are great. And, and, and a treadmill or just walking around. Just move. Yeah. You know, that's that's what I encourage. You know, the one other food uh, that, I, that I talk about a good bit, I actually do a presentation just solely on uh, dark leafy greens. Mm. Those are so good. They're, you know, they're packed and with nutrients, uh, but they also help with blood flow. Yeah. So now the one thing about leafy greens, if you are on a blood thinner, you do need to talk to your doctor. Lots of times they will limit how much you, mm, uh, how much okay. intake you have of that. So again, before you add any of these things to your diet, you need to talk to your doctor or check with a, a registered yeah. dietitian. I think too, just eating real food too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. in America, we're... We got lots of processed food. Yeah, and absolutely. Yeah, I tell people if it doesn't go bad, it's not something you want to eat. Mm. You can have some crackers sitting around that have been in the back of your closet for three years or the back of your pantry. And if they're still good, they're really not good. Yeah. So don't eat them. Which is tons of preservatives. Tons, you know, which which in a sense, one, you know, when you look at canned food and Mm -hmm. and different things like that, Mm -hmm. it's got to have it in there if it's going to sit on a shelf for a year. Well, canned foods, you know, they're not as bad as, say, some processed foods, but they are kept fresh, and I'm using the quotation marks, because of the sodium. Yeah. So they're, you know, those canned and frozen meals. And Mm -hmm. a lot of seniors don't want to cook. 
Yeah. You know, it is, it's hard to cook for one person or mm-hmm. two people. And so they do go, they do gravitate towards those frozen meals. Yeah. They're not terrible for you, but they right. do have a lot of sodium. And so you have to watch that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think too, just staying, like I said before, just staying away from those processed foods mm-hmm. as much as possible, mm-hmm. but it's hard. There's so many things and it's <laughs> such a quick fix. It is. And you know, I, I told some folks a couple of weeks ago, Spend your Sunday afternoons preparing meals. Yeah. You know, cook, uh, you know, get some cabbage and cook it, make some soup, and, mm-hmm. and get your containers and put it in, in the refrigerator, put it in the freezer so you've pre-made everything. So yeah. where you feel like it is hard to cook for one, but if you cook for one for seven days, yeah. then it's, it's not quite as, you don't feel like you're wasting your time. Right. And you're utilizing those fresh vegetables. You're right. It is less convenient Mm -hmm. but particularly here in the south we have no excuse yeah (laughs) you know there are roadside stands Mm -hmm. um there every grocery store during the summer has fresh vegetables and fruit generally from right from the area yeah and for sure and and, and you look at your city you can go to your farmer's market there's so many right uh, options out there we right. just have to quit being lazy right and and just going for that quick fix right. and you know so right. yeah i think that's so important yeah you know something else i like to talk to seniors about is uh, hydration mm-hmm. and of course right now we're in july so i guess july august probably the hottest months in south carolina yeah so you know it's not the only time to drink water though you need yeah. to drink water year round and and staying hydrated prevent this it's, it's one of the most expensive things for for seniors in mm-hmm. america um, in 2016 dehydration accounted for 1.14 billion dollars in healthcare costs wow i mean that's astronomical you know we wonder why and it's so simple yeah and you know we wonder why our insurance is so high we wonder why you know medicare covers less costs more it's because of simple things like yeah. that you know there were 13,000 deaths that year uh, from UTIs. Wow. So, you know, as as our seniors age, drinking water, first of all, your body does not tell your brain that you're thirsty. That, you know, we can't stop the aging process. We yeah. haven't figured out that magic pill or that magic food yet. Right. But so there are some things that are just going to happen, mm-hmm. inevitable. And one of those, you know, some people lose their sense of taste as they age or their sense of smell. One of the other things that we are going to lose you know, gradually is for your brain to say, hey, I'm thirsty. Mm-hmm. So you can't wait until you're thirsty to drink. You have to drink water or something, preferably water, yeah. but you have to drink throughout the day so that you don't get thirsty. Right. Once you're thirsty, you're already on the road to dehydration. Wow. Which is hard because I think, I know for myself, I like that feeling of mm-hmm. being thirsty and then quenching yeah. that thirst. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I think we get in such a habit of that. Right. Well, one of the things I, I agree with you, and I, in the mo- first thing I do in the morning, I have a cup of coffee, but first thing I do is drink about six ounces of water, mm-hmm. because you, you know, during the night your your system is is re rejuvenating itself. Your mm-hmm. liver is getting rid of everything while you sleep. That's an important reason for sleep is so that your digestive system and all of your right. organs can rest and kind of take a break and get ready for the next day. And they need hydration. You know, all of your organs have water, particularly your liver. Mm-hmm. One of the things that fascinates a lot of people, when your liver is 
dehydrated, so to speak, it sends a signal to your brain, not that you're thirsty, but that you're hungry. And not only are you hungry, but you're hungry for something sweet. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, so you're going for the Oreos instead of right. going for the water, which is what you really need. Right. So I recommend for seniors to get a pitcher or, you know, get a water bottle. And gracious knows you can, <laughs> there's so many brands of water so bottles out, out there, there now. Yeah. You know, fill it up and put it in a place right in the front of your refrigerator mm-hmm. where you'll see it. Every time you open the refrigerator, take a sip. Yeah. You don't have to drink all, you know, eight ounces at one sitting. If you drink throughout the day, you're going to get that water in. You're going to get yeah. that hydration in. And the other thing that, you know, a lot of, particularly the ladies, you know, they don't like to, to talk about though, but you, I mean, you drink, you have to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And as you age, sometimes that becomes a little more complicated. You know, yeah. a majority of falls in facilities and in the home are in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, they, they think, gosh, well, if I drink all of this water, I'm going to have to go to the bathroom all day long. But yeah. not if you drink it slowly, mm-hmm. you know, throughout the day. Yeah. It makes it a little bit better. Right. So it's just incredibly important to stay hydrated because it keeps you home. It, it's so simple mm-hmm. and so complicated at the same time. Mm-hmm. Or we make it complicated and yeah. we, we don't do what we need to do. And I, especially for seniors, I think that's just so important. Just hydrate. Yeah. 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 And, you know, the hydration part keeps you from uh, you know, getting headaches. It, it, it lubricates your joints, mm-hmm. which in turn... Yeah. decreases that inflammation also decreases your chances of falling yeah you know you want wow. your joints to be healthy and the primary thing of course you know is preventing the UTIs mm-hmm. because not only are those uncomfortable but you know they can put you in the hospital yeah and absolutely. sometimes you know deaths occur because of UTIs mm-hmm. especially with folks with dementia yeah because they don't know to tell you right. that they're in pain and so that's another thing as a <clears throat> caregiver Making sure whoever you're caring for is really well hydrated, I think, is important. Yeah, it's it's, it's similar to the buddy system for mm-hmm. breast cancer. You know, um, in October, I believe it's October, is breast, ca- breast Cancer Awareness Month. And they say have a buddy, you know, remind yeah. each other to check. Well, if you have a, a friend or, you know, your your mom is, is a senior, your dad, it's very important to have that buddy system remind each other, hey, have you had your water today? Have you, mm-hmm. had, have you had enough fluids? Yeah. I have to remind my 16-year-old. Right. She gets headaches really badly if she doesn't drink enough water. You know, it's not something that you, you know, we won't leave the house without our cell phone. I'll call it my, my fifth limb yeah, now. it's true. But I should also put in my sixth limb, uh, you know, a bottle of water for sure and so we need more hands yes (laughs) yeah we need more hands yeah Um, I just I I just think it's so incredibly important Uh, you know back to my nursing home days you you, we had UTIs all the time yeah you know and and it's it's just unfortunate that you have to go to the hospital for that because generally when when your loved one comes back from the hospital you know they they pick up infections at some Mm. at some hospitals it's a setback yeah. for them and so we just want to keep them and it can be a major setback it can you know i think for every one day that you're in the hospital it takes two weeks to recover wow. when you get back just to get back to normal mm-hmm. um, not all hospitals are bad you know they yeah. give most of them give great care but it's just it's just not where you want to be mm-hmm. you want to be home or if you're in assisted living that's where you want to stay you don't want to have to progress to skilled nursing so drinking plenty of water can keep you pretty healthy i yeah. mean it's not going to prevent 
right. every disease, but it, at least it's something you know you're doing that mm-hmm. that's uh, a tool mm-hmm. to stay well. Yeah, for sure. Man, there's so many different things we can do that just make it make things a lot better that mm-hmm. we forget about. And mm-hmm. I think it's critical. What are some of those, uh, any other those superfoods that we can be? Yeah, well, you know, I talk about nuts all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, almonds are really, really good for you. Now in the South, we all love boiled peanuts. Yeah. And there's nothing better in the fall than having a hot bag and, you know, a brown right. bag of, of boiled peanuts. They're not terrible for you. They're but they're not the best. So I generally recommend, and this is, you know, through a lot of studying, um, uh, I generally recommend almonds and walnuts. Mm -hmm. Pecans are, pecans, wherever you're from. Yeah. Um, Those aren't bad either. (laughs) But if you're, if you're going to grab, if you're going to, you know, say, okay, I'm going to start incorporating, instead of eating Cheetos, I'm going to have some, Mm -hmm. some nuts, go for the almonds or go for the walnuts. Yeah. Those, those are good fats. Right. So, and which is way better than grabbing a bag of chips. Absolutely. You yeah. Know. So, uh, almonds, blueberries, uh, avocado. Boy, mm. those are hot. Everybody likes yeah. to talk about avocado. The reason avocados are so good for you is because they also have the really good fat yeah. in them. Right. I love avocado. Good for your heart, um, good for your brain. Mm-hmm. Again, referring back to that story I heard this morning on the Today Show. Um, all of those good fats help your brain stay healthy. They help. The neurons and all, you know, I'm not a neurologist or a, a scientist, but I've, I've done enough reading to know and and I've looked at the, I highly recommend the Alzheimer's.org yeah. uh, website. Mm-hmm. They do a great little video on what happens to your brain through Alzheimer's. And there are studies showing that those good fats, the avocado, the salmon, the almonds, mm-hmm. those good fats help those neurons continue to fire the way they should fire yeah. because plaque builds up on your brain when you have Alzheimer's and the neurons can't fire where they need to fire anymore. And Mm -hmm. so those good fats help. They help keep it firing. Right. What about the bad fats? What are are some of those things (laughs) to look out for? Trans fats. Mm -hmm. Big X. Trans fats are terrible now. What are are those in? A lot of processed foods. Mm -hmm. um, A lot of foods that you eat at restaurants. Now, there are a lot of laws now. I think California... I don't know if they're the only state, but I know they've outlawed. Wow. Uh, I'm pretty sure they have outlawed trans fats. So you definitely want to avoid those. And and I really encourage seniors and, and the folks who care for seniors to learn how to read labels. Yeah. All of that stuff is required to be on a nutrition label. Right. And nutrition labels have to be on everything now. Mm-hmm. You, you know, and you go into restaurants generally... The big restaurants can, you can look online, you can read their nutritional breakdown, you can yeah. see how much cholesterol, how much sodium, how much fat, and, right. and if it has trans fats, they have mm-hmm. to tell you. So yeah, there's really no excuse to to eat that stuff and say, well, yeah. I didn't know. It's really just educating yes. ourselves and making sure we know. Yes. And I think, too, one of the ways somebody described it to me for reading labels, mm-hmm. if you don't know what everything is on that label, which is a lot of chemicals, yes. and there's a lot of different things that yeah. you I have no clue what it is. Yeah. Don't eat it. Right. You don't have to have a label for watermelon. Yeah. You know, watermelon is one of the best things in the world because, first of all, it fills you up, so it's a great mm-hmm. snack. It's also 92% water. Yeah. So let's say, okay, Rebecca, I hear you. I need to drink water all day, but I really just can't. <laughs> you know, yeah. I get sick of drinking water. Okay. 
then I want you to eat a slice of watermelon for lunch, and I want you to have an orange for dinner because yeah. an orange is 90% water. Right. So you're, you know, you don't have to get all of your hydration from liquid Just water. Yeah. yeah, you can get it from fruits, mm-hmm. tomatoes. Um, yogurt actually has a good bit of water. Lettuce yeah. is 96% water. Right. So you can you can get the hydration from other things. Yeah. And again, like you said, there's no label for lettuce. There's yeah. no label for uh, oranges because they're completely pure. They haven't been chemically altered. Yeah. Wow, that's great. This is such good information that we all can need, not just seniors, and we can all use. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're, we're going to continue to do these from time to time and, and talk about, because I think this is just something that's so important mm-hmm. that we all have to get and that we all struggle with and mm-hmm. that we all have to work harder at, mm-hmm. um, especially if those that are caring for seniors and, and those seniors themselves. So. Yeah. Thank you so much for sure. being on the show, and we're going to have you back, and Great. we're going to do another one of these, and maybe we maybe even just talk about how to read a label and how to the things to look out for and different things like that. So we got some future nutritional uh, podcasts coming up. Okay, so. sounds good. All right, well, thanks for being on the show. Okay, thanks for having me. We have a few things coming up that we want you to be aware of. The first thing is our social worker drive-in symposiums. We have two opportunities for all you social workers to take advantage of. The first symposium will be in the upstate in Spartanburg, South Carolina on September 12th. Registration will begin at 9.30 a.m. at New Hope Christian Church in Spartanburg and will conclude at 3.30 p.m. that day. The second social worker drive-in symposium will be in Beaufort, South Carolina on September 26th from 9.30 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. The symposium will be at the Baptist Church of Beaufort in the social hall directly across the street from the church. At both of these symposiums, social workers will be able to earn up to five CEU credits, all for the low price of $50 per person, and this includes lunch. To register, you can go to www.ltchs.com forward slash LTCU. We encourage you to get registered right away for this great symposium. If you have questions or need more information, please email Susan Lutheran at S-L-U-T-H-R- en at ltchs.com. The second thing we want to tell you about is our Community Leadership Assembly. This happens on the first Monday of the month in Columbia, South Carolina at 1626 Main Street from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. You will be inspired and learn from great teachers while getting to network with people from all over South Carolina. LTC administrators and social workers can earn up to three CEU credits at this event. You don't want to miss it. The only cost for this event is $10, and that includes lunch. So we want to see you there. Thanks so much for listening today, and let's keep learning.